welcome to the Mentally Stronger podcast, the podcast where with every episode, we're learning practical ways to let go of stress and struggles, grow our mental strength, and live a happier, healthier, more meaningful life. I'm your host, Millie O'Brien, co-founder of mindfulness.com and creator of the Deep Resilience Method. I'm so glad to have you here with me today. Let's dive in to today's episode. Last week, I spoke about how to have difficult conversations in a much more mentally strong way. I gave you a four-step framework with which you can do that. And today, I am going to continue on this topic of difficult conversations. But I want to talk to you today about how to prepare yourself for difficult conversations because it is often the attitude that we go into these conversations with the clarity of mind, the clarity of purpose and outcome that we have. And our whole demeanor is often what really makes the biggest difference in the outcome of the situation when we're going to have this difficult conversation. So what I'm going to give you this week is a five-step checklist to go through that you can work through to prepare yourself before you're face-to-face with someone and trying to communicate about the issues at hand. So here, the invitation is you're working on yourself before working it out with them. Now, I can attest to you firsthand the value of this process because there's nothing worse. (laughs) Most of us don't enjoy going in and having a difficult conversation in the first place, right? But there is nothing worse than going in, being a bit murky about what, you know, you just feel bad and you kind of go in and you mumble and mutter and stutter and you're not clear and they don't understand you. And it's just the perfect situation to end up creating more misunderstanding and conflict and escalation of emotions. So, I feel like this process, this five-step process is more important than the four-step process I gave last week for actually having the conversation. So let's jump into it. Okay, step one of your checklist before you have a difficult conversation is to clarify your purpose. Ask yourself, what is my reason for having this conversation? What do I hope to accomplish? What outcome am I hoping for? And also checking in with what your needs and values are in this situation. So this is something that you might want to journal about. This is something you might want to just reflect on. There's many ways to do this. There is going to be a written blog post with this checklist. So you're going to be able to see this in written form as well. So just talk you through it. You can always refer back to that written post and the uh, links for that will be in the show notes. So as you clarify your purpose and you're going to ask yourself these questions, it's really important to watch for hidden motives in yourself. So here you're kind of really checking in with yourself. Why am I having this conversation? What is this really about? And you're watching for hidden motives. For instance, you might have started out believing that you want to have this conversation with the best of intentions. Maybe you thought, you know, I want to have this because I want to educate someone about improving their behavior or I want to ask for support. And as you do this check-in, you might actually realize that there was a little bit of a hidden motive to get them back or punish them or just get what you want. So if we're really, really honest with ourselves, sometimes we do find that there are these underlying motives. So if we can be really honest with ourselves about that before we go in, 
that's going to be really, really helpful. So some purposes for having a difficult conversation are obviously more helpful than others. So aim to start the conversation with a clear purpose. Step two, check your story. Ask yourself, what assumptions and stories are you making up about this other person's character, about this other person's intentions, about their motives? You may feel hurt, angry, disrespected or disappointed, but be very careful here. Impact does not equal intent. Also, check in with how the situation might be triggering stuff from your past. Is this person pushing your buttons in a way that is familiar? It's a pattern in your life. How is this situation playing into your own personal history, your own insecurities or your fears or your anxieties? How is all of that playing into the current situation? Okay, so you want to check in with that. Step three, walk in their shoes. Consider what the other person might be uh, experiencing in this situation. Are they seeing things quite differently to you? Are they even aware that there's a problem? What might they be thinking and feeling about this situation? What are their needs and concerns? And also, what solution to this problem might be agreeable for them? So just taking all of that into account. Step four is to own your part in things. Now, in situations where there's any kind of tension or conflict, it's really natural to focus on what other people have done that's disagreeable, right? And this can be useful for a, for a time, right? To help you get clear on what the issue is and what you'd like others to change. But be aware, fixating on the wrongs done by others tends to ramp up your own stress and anger and get you more fixed and rigid in your own view of things. It makes it harder for you to be objective and it makes it harder for you to remember the good qualities in the other person, right? So that can really skew your ability to you know, gently turn towards yourself and own your own part in the situation. So it pays to check in with yourself and ask, how have you contributed to the problem? We all have flaws and faults, times when we're out of step with our integrity, times when we are selfish or treat people as, as if they don't matter, where we don't communicate our needs fully or properly, or we blow our responsibilities so just have a check in with yourself, honestly and gently and kindly. What is your own part in the story? And five, go in with goodwill. Often when we have a difficult conversation, we think about the other person as an adversary, right? An opponent. Reframe the adversary to an ally. If you can go in having the attitude towards the conversation that you're aiming to promote understanding and healing and helpful solutions and clarity, then that's going to be really, really helpful. Also note your state of being, right? If you're present and centered and supportive and curious, this is going to greatly influence what you say and how they feel when they're hearing it. So if you think this is going to be dreadful and messy and horrible, it probably will be. But if you truly hold the intention that whatever happens, some good will come of it, that's probably going to be the case. 
So just adjusting your attitude to one of genuine goodwill, one of partnership and positive solutions, and you will likely have a more helpful outcome. Okay, so to recap these steps. Step one, clarify your purpose. Step two, check your story. Step three, walk in their shoes. Step four, own your part. And step five, go in with goodwill. Now, if you do these five steps, you should feel clearer, calmer, and more confident to have your difficult conversation. Now, you can find a written version of these five steps in the show notes, and you can also find a link to the four-step framework to actually have the difficult conversation. So those are both resources you can use. And of course, the invitation to practice this week is to try at least once to use this five-step checklist before having a tricky conversation. And again, the same as last week, you can try with things that are small issues. This doesn't have to be huge issues, although if you have one, you're welcome to use that. But what you want to do is maybe start small, you know, have a chat with somebody about the fact that they leave their dishes in the sink for too long or somebody that parks in your parking spot or, you know, things like that, or the neighbor that plays their music too loud. You can start a little bit small and just try to practice getting used to having these difficult conversations. Try to get more comfortable having these conversations in a healthy, clear and compassionate way. And that will go a long way in helping you become mentally stronger. I hope this is really helpful for you. It's been incredibly helpful for me in my life, this five-step checklist. So I really hope that this brings you better quality, more authentic and more harmonious relationships. If you know someone who you think might benefit from listening to this episode, share it with them. Sharing it could really help them to feel better and improve the quality of their life. And if you found this episode helpful, remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you can receive more tips on growing your mental strength and you can keep practicing along with us every week. If you are wanting more support in becoming mentally stronger, come over to my website and take a look at all the coaching and training options that I have there for you. And I also have a bunch of free resources, including a five-day mental strength challenge that you can begin right away to kickstart your mental strength, improve your mental well-being, as well as your happiness and resilience. You can find all the links for this in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in. Take care and stay strong.